Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. Now part of the ChairShot Radio Network on thechairshot.com. Remember, always use your head. You look like a dude who should be pumping my fucking gas. This isn't doing it for me. There's, I'm not getting, in, I'm not getting enjoyment out of this. He was a before the bell rings all star. All right, everybody. It is Thursday night, December 21st, 2023. This is the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, part of the Back Up and Running Chairshot Radio Network. You can find us on thechairshot.com. That's right. We were down for a little bit. Now we are back up full strength, full speed ahead into 2024. That is the Chairshot Radio Network. I'm going to go around the room and introduce this cast of characters that we've got on this show, starting with Bucky's tag team partner, a man hailing from Purple Haze and Cloud Nine, destined to go through a barbershop window. Jason, sir, how are you? Wonderful. Good. How are you guys? Doing all right this weekend, man. I'm, I'm, I'm this close, this close to vacation. I've already started. I'm actually on pre-vacation. Um, I'm, I'm <laughs> supposed to show up for four hours. But yeah, I'm, I'm supposed to show up for four hours tomorrow. I plan on being there. I don't know how effective I'm going to be. I don't know how much I'm actually going to do it. Actually, I'll probably end up being busy because I'm down one to start off with because I had one of my girls ask for the day off. But nice. whatever, whatever happens tomorrow happens, man. It's just going to be like tonight. We're calling it in the ring here tonight. I'm going to call it in the ring at work. I don't care. I'm on vacation for 10 days after that. From the Rob the Genius podcast, he is the minister of truth. He is the father of facts and figures, the deacon of data, the official shoot bear of the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, Ray Cash's daddy, and the man with the golden shovel, Mr. Rob. Welcome back, sir. Hey, all right. Good to be here. And look, um, so for us in the, the federal government, um, <laughs> next week is where basically don't ask anybody to do anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> the reason I'm saying because um, between the week between Christmas Day and New Year's Day is... Basically, people are people using up the last or whatever leave they may have left over. And man, yeah, it's just there's so many people out that you can't get anything finished. If you know, if, if just one person there that can work on something, the other person there to do their part more than likely isn't there. And, you know, people got kids out of school all week also. So they take that week off. So. On the one hand, it's a you know you can almost forget getting anything done. On the other hand, it's if you do if you are working that week, nobody bothers you. So <laughs> that's so nice. I, I yeah. love on the days when nobody bothers me and I actually get shit done. So yeah. question for are you taking any time off next week or are you just um just maybe like a day or two here that I don't I don't have anything planned. 
Yeah. But I do have some use or lose leaves I got to use before like January 15th, I think. So I am just going to, you know, take a day or two here or there. So make sure your leave runs up. calendar year, January um, to December or? No, it runs like, um, it's really weird. It, it runs like from some like middle of January to middle of January. I don't, I have no idea why. So it's like um, mine's on the higher date. And my hire date was uh, July 19th. So at July 19th, I can carry over 40 hours, but anything other than that is is user lose. Okay. So um, so with us, yeah, um, you can, at the end of the leave year, if you have more than 240 hours, because you, you accumulate leave every two weeks. Yeah. So, you know, and if you never, if you don't use much of it, it just keeps adding up and adding up. So at the end of each leave year, if you have more than 240, then you lose it. So Oof. everybody is scrambling. If everybody who has more than 240 is scrambling, and then and what happens a lot of times is so now if you have kids, you never have use or lose because you use it all up all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you got and kids, then, when you have kids, you guys that don't know have kids, you don't know about all that. Your kids will eat through your vacation time in a hurry. Yes, because. That whole thing about, especially when they're in daycare and you got to pick them up on time. Yep. Because. Got to pick them up on time. Or if they come in with like 100.3 fever, they will send them home. Yes. And, um, and yeah, picking your kids up from daycare is like, it's like owing money to Jabba the Hutt. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, it's just not good. <laughs> no, uh, it's not. Cause, I mean, because they they will just look at you like like, dude, what the hell is your problem? <laughs> even you're on hard time now, pal. Yeah, even if, <laughs> you're even, on the clock. <laughs> even if you have good kids, right? Because they don't want to set any precedent, right? Um. But yeah, and so, but then when your kids get older and you and you're not doing that, like you, you know, if you're not doing that as much, and like my kids are ones in eighth grade, the other ones in high school, so. There's, you know, there's, don't have to pick them up that much like that, you know, from anywhere. And then also, because we're working at home so much now, yeah, I don't have to race. You know, you don't have to leave the office to go catch the subway to make sure you're back up here on time. Right. So now I'm like piling up leave. So now, you know, so the past couple of years I've been, you know, I've been, I've had some user lose to use. So I've been using it. So, yeah, I was about to say, as long as I've known you, you don't take a whole lot of vacation time. Well, like yeah. I've known you to take like a day here, a day like to go take your mom to appointments or you know other personal things, but like an actual vacation in the three plus years that I've been working with you, I've never once heard you talk about like an extended vacation. Like okay. Jason, I mean, Jason's like vacation Barbie. No, I'm <laughs> saying I was with him on his last extended on his last vacation. vacation. You and Rob got together and went to a WWE show. Yeah, and so you know. For me, well, because now, I mean, especially since like the pandemic and, you know, and we work at home so much anyway, like, you know, just the need to just, oh, I need to take a day off that that just, you know, isn't there like it was at one time. So, yeah. So, I, so yeah, I don't I don't feel the, you know, the need to or I, or I need to get out of here for a while. Like, I, you know, like that just need just isn't there like it used to be. Yeah. See, Rob, Rob, this dead week is when all the black budget guys come out of the woodwork, and this is when they use the copy machines. 
Because <laughs> 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 now, now, back in the day, uh, yeah, exactly. Now, now, yeah, I mean, back in the day when when we were all when when we all worked in the office. Oh yeah, this was like if yeah if if you had some um stuff that you wanted to do in the office yeah if you have some side projects so to speak, <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that might require you yep. the office copier or something i was gonna say i was, I was only <laughs> half joking man no oh. he was pretty serious he's only half joking but he's damn serious oh, oh right. man, let me tell you um because in the past there were times where like some people just didn't quite know how to well, you, I mean, there's, there's no correct, there's no proper way to do it, but like right. if you if you copy five things at the copying machine, nobody cares, right? If you're copying a whole like seminar booklet right. at the copying machine, <laughs> there's a decorum to this. Yeah, or if, <laughs> if you're you know, using the Cat Nine printer or whatever, yeah, it is. or you know if you make. If you if you sell real estate on the side and you make the occasional right. phone call from the office phone, it's not a big deal. If you're running your whole real estate business from the office, it's a problem. <laughs> and in the past, there have been people who were running their who would run who ran their whole real estate business from the from the office. And a few of them <laughs> and a few the of them federal got, government's time. And and, you know what? I gotta the, respect the hustle, man. Run it, run your honestly, side hustle on government time. It's an elite right. level. The problem is though. The, the problem is that the people who do that, they hope they get. They, they always get busted eventually. They're not smart oh, enough yeah. to get away with it. And just and oh yeah, which is why I tell you when when people talk about like tinfoil hat government conspiracies, I always tell you guys, the people who are smart enough to do it and get away with it are not willing. <laughs> and the people but the people who are willing to do it are not smart enough to get away with it and apparently the call is coming from inside the house <laughs> and so yeah i mean pe- people have people yeah people get busted doing and and some i mean sometimes it's just, it's just funny it's like like dude what were you thinking <laughs> like like dude did you what did you think they wouldn't come on now did you think they wouldn't catch you like, dude, like, you came in on Friday night at nine o'clock and you printed out a bunch of club flyers. Nobody's here at Friday at nine o'clock. Did, <laughs> did, did you not think that the little log would show you would not show you coming in on Friday at nine o'clock? Who printed out three hundred and fifty three <laughs> flyers at nine forty three p.m. on a Friday? When you wave <laughs> when you wave your key fob in front of about twelve things to get to the printer, and then probably wave your key fob to use the printer. At nine thirty on a Friday, <laughs> right? Did you did you did you didn't think you were leaving a little bit of a trail there, pal? Right, and, and not only that, but breadcrumbs—he left a whole pack of cookies on the floor. I mean, right. yeah, Sign. So, thanks for the cookies, love Dave or whoever. Yeah, and so like those are the type of people who engage in government waste, and they always get caught. Okay, amazing. That's great. Okay. Well, little inside baseball here with Rob. Yeah, which <laughs> is why, again, like you guys, you don't need to worry about the tinfoil hat conspiracy stuff. And you don't really need to worry about government waste because, the, again, the people who really do engage in government waste, they're really stupid and they get caught. Okay. Just like the. Sen- 
Just like the senators and congressmen. Go ahead. Yeah. Dude, dude, speaking of the senators and congressmen, I look at half of them and I go, damn. They could be up to some seriously nasty shit because they're like smart, sharp, in deep, blah, 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 on both sides of the aisle. And then you look at the other half, and I'm being generous, and you go, oh, they can't find, and again, I'll be both sides of the aisle here, they can't find their way out of a wet paper bag. Right. So I'm like, these two sides of it have to get along in order for any of these tinfoil hatty things to really get off the ground, guys. And I promise it's just it's just not going to happen. Right. Exactly. Which is why, like when when people, you know, when people talk about stuff like the Kennedy assassination. Right. Yes. Oswald acted alone. You know why? Because there's no way he could get 10 other guys to go along with him and not get busted. OK. Yeah. That's, all right. That's what. All right. Um, I'm of the mindset. Were CIA everyone agents gets robbed. Um, yeah. okay. They were CIA agents robbed. Come okay. on. OK. All right. So Jason just spent an entire weekend with his lovely wife in New York City. Um, looked like an amazing trip. He hit a lot of my old stomping ground spots when I was, used to live in New York. But uh, Christmas week, between Christmas and New Year's, are you guys taking any time off or are you going to work? She is on time off right now. She's in the kitchen making Christmas cookies and doing that whole thing right now. Uh, yeah. So she had the whole, you know, use it or lose it time off, um, you know, gotcha. get, get under your threshold. So she just was like, all right, well, I'm just going to use a few days, you know, spend some time with, uh, excuse me, spend some time with her mom, spend time here, spend time with the dog. So she's just been chilling that. But uh, no, I work up up until Christmas Eve. Oh, OK. All right. Yeah, I my office pays us for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And if those fall on a weekend, we get paid for the mo- Friday af- before and the Monday after off. Um, with Christmas Day falling on a Monday, my my boss kind of looked at it this way. They're like, okay, Christmas Eve is on a Sunday. So we can do one of two things. We can either pay them for Friday, which is only a half day, or we can pay them for a full day and give them Tuesday off as well, which is what they did this year. So we're getting paid two full days for Christmas and Christmas Eve, which is pretty damn generous. And then I'm looking at it. There's Wednesday, Thursday, and half day Friday. And I've got two of my three doctors on vacation that week. I'm like, you know what? I haven't taken a week off in the holidays in probably a decade. Like I usually leave that to my employees with kids. Um, You know, I, even when my kids were little, I was like, you know what, I can take Christmas day off and spend that. Let other people with families take their, their time around Christmas. This year, selfishly, I was like, no, I never take this time. Like the whole block of time I went ahead and put in for the additional two and a half days and got it. Um, so I'm looking forward to just 10 days. We're going to spend a little bit of time with Tina's family. And then I plan on spending six days of sitting on my ass, like not even remotely guilty for it. Looking forward to it. Going to be a good time. Anyway, as I finish off the introductions, I am hailing from the pod cave, the man with the award-winning and holy beard DJ. This is the mindless wrestling podcast, part of the chair shop radio network, where we remind you to always use your head We went through a hell of an introduction there, but we are here tonight to talk wrestling. And for the first time in a while, we don't really have a solid topic. We're just going to kind of call it in the ring and whatever comes out, comes out. But we are going to start the show off here a little bit with some therapy session here. Um, We talked a little bit last week, uh, injuries. Uh, We had a big question mark in the air as to exactly what was going on with Charlotte Flair. She took a horrible fall uh, about a week or so ago on SmackDown Wrestling Asuka. Uh, and all they said was, she's hurt. 
And that's all we knew for a week. And then she came out last week. Apparently, the injury is very severe. It's a knee injury. She had almost the exact same knee injury that Seth Rollins had, you know, quite a number of years ago. And looks like Charlotte is obviously going to miss WrestleMania, going to be out for at least nine months, which is horrible for her. But uh, hitting closer to home, our, our resident genius, the shoot bear, uh, is finding himself with his favorite wrestler, his queen, Charlotte, now on the shelf for nine to 12 months. And, uh, you know, he's feeling a certain way about it. And Jason and I are going to play therapists here and uh, and try and try and try and lift the big man up. Um, first of all, horrible. All joking aside, horrible injury for Charlotte. I feel for her. Um, you know, I, and I hope that, uh, you know, she gets the, the, the care that she deserves, the care that she needs, and she gets on the road to recovery quick. As a wrestling fan, Rob, I feel this. Seth Rollins is my favorite wrestler. And when he went out with that knee injury, again, right before WrestleMania, he missed a WrestleMania because of it. It sucks, man. We've, we've all three had it. Yeah, because no. Roman went out like with a, a fucking leukemia. Colossal- yeah, exactly. I, I, you know, I, so we, we've all been hit with this. All, but yeah, yeah. We, we've all been hit with something. So we all we all kind of reside in that 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 universe. So Rob, buddy, how you doing? Uh, well, now they said on TV they said um, up up to nine months. Um, so and when Seth got injured, I looked at he got he actually got injured in October and he came back like in June. Okay, so that's about on par. Yeah, um, it 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 sucks. And um, if you've ever listened to her or read her doing interviews, like this is the time of year that she lives for, from like January through WrestleMania. Um, so just from that standpoint, it sucks. Um, and. Look, um, I know people say, well, they have all these other great people on the show. Just watch them. Um, Different. Yeah. Like, look, when I'm, you know, when your favorite team doesn't make the playoffs. Yeah, you might watch some of the playoffs. But, yeah, you might not care. And this is kind of January through beginning of April is basically the playoffs in the Super Bowl in WWE, um, you know, when you, again, when, when your favorite team isn't there, I mean, yeah, you might be a fan of the sport and yeah, you might, yeah, you'll, you'll, you might watch a little bit here and there, but it's not the same. Um, and it just, it doesn't, it, it, it's not the same and it doesn't, you know, I don't, you don't care how good the other players are and how good the other teams are. It's just not the same. Um, And it it sucks that it's because of an injury also. I mean, um, because she's been very fortunate with injuries. She hasn't, um, like, this is the first, like, serious, like, real injury that she's ever had. Um, and it's unfortunate because it wasn't, didn't, it, my understanding is it was that corner move that she and Oscar were trying to, trying yeah. to do and they just kind of like fell because a lot of yeah, people were they, trying they to say yeah. she did it because charlotte takes a lot of heat for her moonsault without people understanding one how graceful it is and two 
where her initial training came from is how her moonsault translates, you know, with, with the with the acrobatics and everything like that. So a lot of people were saying, oh, she landed wrong with the moonsault. And they were it's like they were looking for a reason to talk shit about her moonsault. And it yes. didn't even happen there. It didn't happen when she was performing a move. It happened when they were trying to set up to do something else, which I think almost stinks even more. Yeah, um, it does. And, you know, yeah, and look at, you know, I about had it with people talking about her doing the moonsault. I, I, I mean, it's guys, exhausting. Guys, no, okay. We've had that. Nope. We've had that no, discussion listen, on this. Yeah, show. we're not going to go down that road again. No, it's just I, nope. the only thing I'll say about that is that, like this concern you have for her injuring herself doing a moonsault. Like everybody who does a moonsault puts the same pressure on their knees and their ankles. And okay, oh, everybody does. Okay. It's a high risk. That's why they call them high risk moves. I mean, yeah. yes. And, you know, I mean, and lots of people who have done moonsaults have had gotten knee injuries, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know why you're so concerned about her doing it, but, um, but enough of that. Um, it's just, it sucks. Um, and again, I'm hoping she recovers, you know, sooner than later. Um, obviously, um, I did want to take some time to just show some appreciation for just what she did this year. Because, you know, people are always saying, well, you know, she takes her time off and she comes back and she just gets title shots and she just gets title shots. It's all she does is get title shots. And, you know, and, and you know, um, so this year, first of all, um, when she got at the time she got injured, um, she had she had worked the most house shows out of any woman on the roster. OK. This year, she took some time off after WrestleMania. Yes. But when she was on the clock this year, she made every weekend. OK. And Impressive. this is and look and, you know. She started out this year. I mean, yes. Um, so when she came back last year, December 30th, and just out of the blue, you know, well, Ronda Rousey didn't want to be women's champion anymore because she wanted she had other things she wanted to do. So. You know, they had her. She came back that the night that she came back, she thought she was just coming back and do TV. And they were like, well, no, we need some, we need you to do this tonight. <laughs> OK, and. <clears throat> And I know you're going to say, well, she got to win the championship. What's, what's so bad about that? Um, like, she had turned baby. Like, they with, they had no creative plans for her, basically. They just, they needed somebody to take the belt off of Ronda. And then they also turned her baby face with no plan, right? Now. Yeah, that's, that to us normies, that's basically like. You're walking in expecting just another day at the office. And just immediately the door opens and it's Black Friday. Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's kind of the 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 shift she had to go through. Yeah. And so just the profession to put it in some sort of professional mindset like, context. You're coming in expecting to run the fry line and they say, Oh yeah, by the way, you're in charge of the restaurant today. Yeah. Exactly. And um and Oh well by the way, you gotta turn baby faced. Right. Yeah. You gotta be nice to people. Yeah. Yeah, you got to which is the worst part of the job also. <laughs> yeah, and so and like she said a million times in interviews that she prefers working heel. <laughs> okay. So yeah. 
they I mean, so she had come in with with no plan, you know, go, with no creative plan going forward. She had to switch roles. Um, and she had been out for eight months. So which means whatever type of ring rust she had to get off, she had to get off the ring rust while being the defending women's champion. Yeah. And she had to go on the road immediately. And. And for those like three months that she was women's champion, by the way. And this is not to disparage any of these women, but she was wrestling Sonya Deville and Shayna Baszler and Shotzi mainly. Um, she was she w- trying to elevate some other people. So she which had again, supposedly she doesn't do. So she had to, uh, you know, she had to call those matches. She had to lead and because, you know, she had to lead all those ladies through those matches. She had to call those matches. She had to do it as babyface, um, and. Because normally, look, the women's title feuds they do on house shows, it's usually big name against big name. It's you know, and they might they throw some, and they might throw somebody else in there to take the pin, right? And so it, you know, it might be you know, Bianca versus Bailey versus you know, um, Sonya Deville or something like that, or Bianca versus Becky versus Sonya Deville or something like that. Um, she was going out there solo most of the time with Sonya or with Shayna, and had to just yeah. run. And had to run that whole thing herself. Just to jump in, DJ, in your experience, doesn't the typically if the heel runs the match? Yeah, in a lot of cases, the heel the, the heel calls the match in the ring. Is there something that, about being the babyface that makes it more difficult? Like you can't hide your face as much or something? Like I don't um, want to get too literal about it, but that is kind of the deal. It's kind of hard to explain. It's because you know, obviously the the heel's job is to make the babyface look good, and a lot of times the heel will take all the babyface's big moves. Um, so as the heel, you've got to kind of feel out the crowd and figure out when you're working in the big spots, you know, when, when we're, you know, when to slap a rest hold, uh, you know, things like that. You know, and it's, so it's, it's, a, it's a bit nuanced and, you know, obviously that's not the, the, it's the exception, not the rule. Sure. But so it sounds like, you know, okay. In addition, she was working from the harder angle, you know, being yeah. the baby face while trying to quarterback these matches. Yeah, it's a little easier with WWE because they do. While I don't think they WrestleMania three Macho Man uh, Ricky Steamboat call the entire match in the back, I think they do have a general idea working with their agents. Like, okay, this is what we want to do. You guys have got seven and a half minutes. We're going to start the match here. The midway is going to be here, and there's probably big spots. And, And again, the refs are part of this too now. Um, I forget what was it, Mike Chioda or Mike Chioda or something like that was on Chris Van Vliet and he was talking about it. And he's like, sometimes they task the ref with calling spots. And with WWE, I'm sure they've got if at the time there was Vince on the in Gorilla on the headset, okay, we need to do this, we need to do that. And you know, people always complain about Vince feeding commentary their lines. I'm sure Vince was also in the refs here saying, Okay, look, this is where we're at, this is what we need to be doing, and okay, let's take it home. So you know, there it's more complicated than an indie match where guys just go out and say, Hey, let's just call it in the ring. Um, but also you've got to have somebody in there who's strong enough that if things go sideways, you can call it in the ring. If what you talked about in the back just isn't working and you need to call an audible, you know, you need to be able to do that. And, you know, Charlotte spent that three month period with lesser experienced people coaching them through that and getting them through those, those matches and feuds. And again, like those, I mean, those opponents you had, those like they, they, 
you know, like Sonya and Shayna and Shotzi, they're normally, most of the time, they're doing tag team matches or multi-woman matches. And so, yeah, I mean, so, but, again, she, that was three months of having to do that without having, again, that's without having Becky or Bailey or Asuka or Bianca there. And so, now, and, and those are women who are also, who are just not as important to the audience also. So you have to, Right. You have to make the match important. <laughs> um, and and she was handed all that to do with no plan. Remember, they didn't have any plans for her, really. I, they decided they were going to do her and Rhea at WrestleMania. And then, like, the three for those three months up to that point, like, basically, they told her who she was wrestling, and she had to fill in the blanks. Yeah. Um, and so when <clears throat> that's... Not easy, right? Um, that's a lot to do, right? And if I mean, if you look at who was on the SmackDown roster at the time, if if not her, then who? Um, so that I mean, she did that for three months, and then you know, her and Rhea had the match at WrestleMania, and then when she came back again, she didn't miss a weekend. Um, and she worked with all, you know, and then now later on in the year, yes, yeah, she got to work with Bailey and with Bianca and with Oscar and EO. So, but, um, and her and EO had only had like, they had a couple of matches back in 2020. And so this was the first time they'd done anything together since then. And so they had to go out there. And then like the last month or so, they were working singles matches. Yeah. You know, so that's a lot. That's a big deal. That's a big task and because she was there every weekend you know Bianca got to take some time off to go I think she and her Mondays were doing the reality show or whatever but like she didn't have to be there right Asuka took some time off didn't have to be there okay um she was there every weekend and so yeah I'm bringing all this up just to say because you know the, the narrative is just well she just comes in and she just gets title matches and you know people will some people will have you think that that's literally that she comes in there and she works a pay-per-view match and she gets a title match and then she goes back home until what it's i love about that discussion is that to a degree wwe now leans into that and you yeah. know like there have been pivotal moments in charlotte's career where what you see on tv and i'll just throw something out there like the big baby face has won. The big baby face is the champ, and she's holding up the belt, and she's rah, rah, rah. And Vince McMahon will come out and say, Charlotte Flair! And Charlotte comes out. And now the whole crowd is like, ah, fuck, Charlotte's going to win another one. And and I think it's hilarious that WWE has now leaned into that. Because, like, you've talked on this show a million times, Rob. There's now this panic amongst the IWC that if Charlotte gets worked into a match... Or if she gets, you know, is a surprise entrance into a match, there is a chance that Charlotte Flair is walking out with whatever woman's championship she's about to to compete for. And I think that's a hilarious rib that WWE pulls on the internet wrestling community. I, I think it's funny. No, of course, the ironic thing was last year when she came back and beat Ronda, everybody was happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a whole other discussion that we're not going to get oh, into. But... You know, I just, I just, I wanted to bring all that up. Just the fact that, you know, she does, you know, she does not get credit for 
basically for working hard, basically. Yeah. Um, people who believe that she just she comes in just when there's or when there's time to have a pay-per-view match or when there's time to have a title match. And it's just, just that's all she does. And, you know, uh, and so this year, I mean, again, she did more how when she got hurt, she had done more house show matches than any woman on the roster. Yeah. Um, she had the second most matches of any woman on the roster, even though she'd been off for two months. Yeah. Second only to EO Sky. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, and I think the, the, there's also, she gets raked over the coals for her character, not changing. And I just can't believe that's not, that's something that people say after the last year, like when she came out with the new music and, and, and then start, and this whole last run started, yeah, I don't think she wasn't suddenly, you know, Charlotte, the the hairstylist or something like that. Like, she wasn't just a drastically different character. Or People like are talking to talk. Ric Flair's been playing Ric Flair for 50 years. Right. Well, but also, cause... like, I'll say she had, she did. Like, she came out as, like, the final boss version of the queen. Like, it's not even confidence anymore. It's just knowledge that she's the best. It's just that she stepped into this final form and seeing this run getting cut, like cut short right before WrestleMania is just, ah, it's terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause, cause again, if, if you don't think that this Charlotte Flair is different then I, okay, you don't watch. Awesome. End of discussion. Uh, Cause um, listen, I mean, if you think that she is, if you go back to, you know, 2014 and NXT, and then 2015 when she first came to the main roster, and then 2016. And if if you don't think she has changed in any yeah. of these years, that's ridiculous. I mean, I, you know, I mean, it, and that's it's just that's just not true. It's it's ridiculous. It's people finding things. You know, it's people got they got to come up with something. It's inventing something to complain about. Yeah, it really yeah. is. And this whole thing about well, she needs to evolve her character. And then, well, yeah, because she doesn't come back in like you know brand new gear, like different gear. Like she comes back with the same. She wears the same style bodysuits, mostly the same style robes, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and she doesn't, you know, she's not like I said, she's not suddenly a firefighter. Like, and so people can't you know process you know subtle changes and you know changes in demeanor and mood and character and attitude well because most of these people don't understand nuance and also i mean i mean look randy orton plays the same you know randy orton is just just like who's he fighting that's all the changes and and how much fun and how funny is he allowed to be for this run that's really it that's, it's like, that's okay, it. are we getting actual serious killer Randy, or are we getting fun, happy killer Randy? And and, that, and that, that's it. You got what? So we just described like three, not even characters, just three moods of a character. It's yeah. the three faces of Orton. And that's yeah, there you go. But he's been <laughs> he's been the same guy for a very long time. Yeah. And there's no. nothing wrong facets of it. Well, it's just well, our boss. And now he's Marco. and now he's HGH Orton, and we yeah. love him. <laughs> I mean, because look, our boss Greg DeMarco, he explained this was like, okay, these people who go through these drastic changes, it's because stuff wasn't working. Yeah, like people, like people don't decide. Oh well, I just I'm going to be different now. Well, no, I mean, like we went know, from the ringmaster to Stone Cold Steve Austin because the ring ma- the ringmaster as a character fucking sucked. Yes, and it and it was not working. If it wasn't working for him. He knew if, it. They knew it. 
if the ringmaster was working, we would have gotten eight years of the ringmaster Steve Austin. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, until he couldn't that wrestle sounds anymore. Terrible on paper. Yeah. Or if if you know if the blue tights and the streamers, Rocky Maivia had worked, that's what we would have gotten. Yeah. Hugger Bailey been... wasn't working. Hugger babyface Bailey. Hey, you know what? Big dog Roman Reigns. Hey, you know what, man? You can boo the shit out of us. As soon as they stop buying T-shirts, we'll figure something out. But the checks keep coming. Right. And, um, you know, that's, I mean, again, you know, when when people, again, when people do these radical changes, it's because something wasn't working. All right. Yeah. And, and look, and look, and at the end of the day, look, she's Ric Flair's daughter. You're not going to forget that. If she, if she, she dyes her hair black and starts wearing three-piece suits to the ring. You're not going to forget that she's Ric Flair's daughter, people. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, you're not. No. And, oh, yeah. and look, I mean, you know, Greg even said this about Brock Lesnar's daughter. Like, if she starts wrestling, she should be Brock Lesnar's daughter. Yeah, pretty and much. She, yeah. She, and she Pick up be, the torch and run with it. And, and it should be Suplex City in the women's division. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And why not? Um, it if you want to put your own spin on it later or want it down the road, go for it. But like, this is where you start. And, and I'm sorry, and you'll but, be fine. And cause I mean, Cody Rhodes is he, he's skinny, dusty. Okay. Yeah. yeah. At this point yeah. he is, he's skinny, dusty. That, that's that's all right, he he's, he's doing the same yeah. thing. Look side road here. I want dust. I, I want Cody to bring back the midnight rider gimmick just for the fucking hell of it. Just cause I thought the midnight rider was cool as shit. Yeah, it, yes. And um I mean he's having a bull rope match at Madison Square Garden for crying out loud. That's with, amazing. With Shinsuke Nakamura, <laughs> a bull rope match, okay? I mean um but anyway, getting back to the topic here, just Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for 1.29 each, then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, I, I said all about because, you know, I wanted to just to bring attention to what all she did this year. And yeah. that... No, it's not just showing up and getting title matches. It's not just showing up and winning the title or whatever. She was not fulfilling a necessary role. Yeah, and so now, I mean, because now people want because when people are talking about what are they going to do on the roster, they're only talking about WrestleMania. You know, right. well, who's Bianca going to wrestle now? There's, there's a whole again. There's that's one match, right? Yeah, there's, there's a whole year of house show loops that are now that somebody else is going to, you know, that yeah. now they've got a pivot on a lot of, uh, on a lot yeah. of areas now with Charlotte being out. Yeah. And so now, you know what, now other people won't get to take time off who maybe who maybe need it. They're going to have to go the whole year now. Yeah. Um, now, and of course now the, the, the big kind of floating question now is, um, you know, will this necessitate the resigning of one, um, you know, one Mercedes Monet now? Well, um, let's use that to pivot yeah. slightly. 
because word went out uh, between the last 48 hours that not only Charlotte, but Bailey both signed multi-year deals. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I, I don't even know what money was disclosed, if it was disclosed at all. But the streets are saying that Mercedes Monet is asking for more than what Charlotte got. And how they know this, I have no fucking clue because I don't know what Charlotte's making. I think it's people pulling shit out of their ass. But, Rob, you posted something on Twitter earlier. That's what she should be doing if she is asking for. That's the whole point of this whole thing. That's why she left. Aside from the creative differences, you're not going to leave. Go out here. Go on this big New Japan run. Show up on the competition. I use that word loosely. Show up on the other show's weekly episodic television show for for an episode and then call your old boss back and be like, hey, yeah, I'll come back for the same amount of money. That's also, not how contract negotiations work. Well, no. And um, like, so, so if, okay, if LeBron James resigns today with the Los Angeles Lakers, if, 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 you know, two months from now, you know, Giannis is up to resign with the Bucks, he's going to ask for more money, for more money than LeBron got. Why? Just because it's, it's two months later and the market is different. And that's just what it is. And it's, and it's not about what anybody deserves. It's not about, like, it's not a moral exercise. Because I've seen some people making it, well, well, Sasha deserves more, so she should get more. It, well, so, the other and, side of that argument was, who does she think she is? And, Rob, and you're, you're either way, and you know what? Sense, unless you actually understand the NBA salary cap. Uh, but, um, yeah, but, well, yeah, I'm with you guys. Like, A, her whole thing is money. So, you know, she's the boss. She's the CEO now. Um, so, yeah, ask for more money. The CEO makes the most money generally, right? Yeah, so that's what she should be doing. And know your worth. Yeah. And it's like, just, it's, I, didn't, I don't understand. Yeah, I, I, I think it's laughable that we are even having this discussion as if anybody in the know could actually know that. Right. But we're talking about this. So let's talk about it. And, yeah, uh, all three of us are very much agreed. It might might as well be a mi- mindless mandate at this point. Get paid. Get your money. Yeah, and if if so. and I'm sorry if you think, look, I said Sasha should ask for more, and then Becky's up later this year, she should ask for for more than whatever Sasha got, um, yep. and then next year or the year after, whenever Bianca and Rhea are up, they should ask for more than what Becky got gets this yeah. year, um, and then if you know things loop back around one more time for. Becky and Charlotte and Bailey, they should ask for more than whatever Rhea and Bianca get a year or yeah. two from now. Uh, you keep asking for more because the company is making more and more money. And damn it, you went out there for you've been out there for ten years on the road taking bumps, doing all this and doing all that and making appearances, doing all that. Yeah, you should ask for as much as you can possibly get. Hell yeah. Well, and there, people forget there's still a sizable pay gap between most of the women and the men. Yeah, because I can guarantee you, even now with whatever this big money that they're all supposed that Charlotte and Bailey and Becky are going to all be getting, I can almost guarantee you, you can find a man on the roster who does not occupy the same level on the roster, who is who is making the same money or more than they're going to be making. Yeah, I mean, like you know, like like I mean, and this is not to disparage Dolph Ziggler, but Dolph Ziggler was famously making more money than than pretty much all the women at one point. And not that he didn't deserve what he was getting, but I mean, they were getting paid so little. 
That's what yeah. it was. That's what the problem was. And most of them were working more than he was. And right. and understand, like, you know, I mean, Becky and Charlotte and Bailey and, and we'll count Sasha in this. They've all they've been there since 2015. If you think they were getting million dollar guarantees in 2015, hell no, they weren't. Get league minimum. Yeah, I mean, and so they're owed shoot, they're owed money for being underpaid for years. There's like an we, old adage, know your value, then add tax. Yeah. And so we have no idea when they actually when any of them started making quote any any like quote unquote real money. Shoot, it may have just been in the last two years. We have no idea. Yeah. But we know when they first got there, they sure as hell weren't. Um right. so it's you know what? Um they should all get yes, they they've all earned some big paychecks uh, and they've all earned as big a paycheck as they can possibly get. And that's the way these things work. Um, like you, you get as much as you possibly can get. And, and then next time around you ask for more. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's what yeah. it is. Um, Everybody wants a raise. Like I know every year I'd like to get a raise, you know, it, it doesn't happen every year. just unfortunately, but I'd like to get a raise. I'd like to look, go to my boss at the end of my, my my annual year and say, look, uh, I've been doing this for 12 months at this rate of pay. How about we renegotiate here? You know, that's just how life works. Every year we're supposed to make more money than we did the year before. Yeah. And um, now we should want to at least. Yeah, because I mean, bills ain't getting smaller. <laughs> I mean, no, especially in this economy. Yeah. And um, so now. As far as them bringing a uh, Mercedes back, I bring her back for one match. If if it's if it's you know, I mean, because people if they're thinking again, they're only thinking about WrestleMania. Yeah. And like, no, you don't bring her back just to, for that one match, whatever that one match would be. Um, WWE wouldn't do that. No. Um, why would they? Why would they reignite? any fire she had like any yeah and then just set her back out into the wild well i mean well i mean but in terms of, i'm thinking in terms of just plans not I mean, they wouldn't sign yeah. for one match but oh okay. if they didn't if they didn't i mean but people who are talking about it are only thinking about that oh like Twitter or whatever. let's let's splinter off from that here a little bit part of the reason why she left to begin with was creative she wasn't happy with the creative decisions that were going on the direction that she was in creatively look at the landscape of the wwe women's division as it is right now rhea ripley is not dropping that championship anytime in the near future um and then you have some of the best women in the sport over on smackdown like you know between eo and Kyrie, and you know when she's healthy sasha or not sasha but uh charlotte i mean and you've got up-and-comers you've got shotzi now kind of elevated herself to upper mid card at some point lib morgan's going to come back and she has to factor factor in there somewhere this comes back to who do we sit down for sasha banks and creatively you almost have to wipe somebody's slate clean and get them off the board to bring her back in because you're not bringing her back in as as rob likes to famously say you're not bringing her back in just to wrestle matches you know, you're bringing Mercedes slash Sasha back in for a big role, which now means somebody got to sit because the field's awful crowded at the top, gents. Yeah, and um, which is 
you know, look, I'm always, you know, I, which y'all know, I, I never get as excited as some people do. Well, they need to sign this person. They need to call up that person. They need to bring this person back. Um, I don't get all fired up about that because for that very reason, like, okay, but that, well, I mean, if they bring them back, fine, you know, but understand, you know, again, if you, if they, so if they do bring back Mercedes, then yeah, I mean, if they bring up, I mean, there are people who are, there are people who are going to have to sit down. There are people, um, and, you know, and I mean, Liv Morgan is actually the prime example of somebody who has moved up a bit in the past couple of years. And if Mercedes comes back and she's on the same show, sorry, folks. Liv Morgan's moving back down. And and I hate that because I love Liv, but when I when I line the two of them up, Sasha is a bigger name than Liv Morgan. We don't need to relitigate our love our love no, for Liv on this no, show. No, but I'm just I'm but also Because all three of us love Liv, right, Rob? Uh, <laughs> but okay, but also but that also applies to Raquel Rodriguez. That also applies to Shotzi. Yeah, I mean Shotzi. yes, and I mean that also I mean that applies to anyone who's has moved up a little bit in the past year or two. I mean, if Mercedes comes back, those those girls are moving back down. Yeah. Um. I mean, if damage and, control ever breaks up, then. Yeah. Then then. Yeah. I mean, grab the life preservers. You know. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Because then um, there's going to be a major reshuffle of the deck. Yeah. So that's. I mean, that's the thing to think about now. And that doesn't mean that doesn't mean you shouldn't want her to come back, but right. just understand. You know, if you've got if somebody if you've got some favorites and some other spots on the roster, there's you know, there's I mean, bare minimum, we could just tell you, I'm sorry guys, she's a championship contender. Period. So yeah, automatically she goes to the 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 top of the card. Yes. She shoots to the top. So what does that do? That does the ripple the trickle trickle down. Yeah. You can't have twelve women at the top of the card. No. Twelve right. people Math, at the top of any bad. main event card sounds great on paper. That's it right. does not work in practicality. No, it's it's basically it's like when you had when the 49ers had Joe Montana and Steve Young. Yeah. And, and they wanted Joe to help Steve Young. And Joe was like, fuck that guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, right, and and he was very clear about that. Right. Um you know, it's and and this goes and this this doesn't just go for the women's. This goes for the men's side also. Y'all want them to, I mean, y'all want them to sign Okada. Y'all want them to sign. Y'all wanted them. Y'all wanted them to get Jay White. Y'all wanted them to get you know um, Osprey, right? Well, y'all wanted them to get all of these people, and you know, y'all wanted them to get Hammerstone and Jacob Fatu, and you know, all of these names. And do what with them? Right. And then, and, you know, we all think Ricky Starks is coming. Everybody believes that Andrade is coming back as soon as his contract is up. So they're going to bring all of these people. Y'all want them to bring all of these people back or bring all of these people in. And then you want them to call up Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes. And guys, you know, yeah. Rob's the <laughs> um, math guy. And he'll you know, be the first one to tell you the math ain't mathing. Like, so. It's better off for, you know, for Braun and Melo, it's better that off that Osprey didn't come there. Yes. It's better off yeah. that if Okada does not come there. Uh, but they're, okay, like, as a fan, you know, you can't be chomping at the bit for 
Braun and Melo to come up and chomping at the bit for them to bring in Okada and Will Ospreay. And I, I think if they bring in Okada, it's for a one-and-done WrestleMania payday. Like, we get him through WrestleMania, and then he's done. I, I don't see them signing Okada to a, a a deal that lasts more than a year. Well, because I don't think he would sign for three years. I, I don't think he would either. Because he, I think he, he would sign for one WrestleMania, maybe one Rumble, maybe the Big Four. Maybe you get Okada in for the Big Four, and then he's done. Yeah, cause, I mean, I could see it being similar to like um, in for the rumble what, out for out at Survivor Series. Um, like remember how like Ronda's first go round, she was there for basically a year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could yeah. because I mean, you do have to have time to introduce him to the audience and to get in all of that, but you can do that from Rumble to Mania. You yeah, can make but, him a big deal between Rumble and Mania. It doesn't take too long to connect all the dots, and especially as good as WWE is at that. I mean, AJ Styles, AJ was, he was an international star, but he wasn't WWE famous, and they yeah. heated him up pretty quick. They're like, hey, this is well, AJ man, Styles. Yeah, These are his accolades. This is what this guy has done everywhere in the world. But here, now he's here to see what he can do. And I think you can do that with Okada very easily. Probably. Uh, but if you're, if, if you're a WWE fan and if, Okay, if you want to see Braun and Melo get called up, and if you want to see Gunther get go, you know, get a main event run, if you want to see, um, you know, some other different people get chances to do this, that, or the other, then, you know, you can't get that and Okada and Will Ospreay and you know whoever else is out there, you know, yeah. like you can't get all of that at the same time, um, and you know. Andrade come back and then Malachi Black come back and like you can't get all of those things right it just, you can't um and now look on um so now look on the women's side so Charlotte's resigned Bailey's resigned Becky's gonna resign they're not they're not all resigning to be jobbers okay <laughs> no yeah, guys so unless, unless Shane walks out at the end of Dynamite and says I now own AEW there's not enough TV time to go around for all the people you guys are talking about. So, as much yeah. as I have a disdain for all things Tony Khan AEW, let that never happen. Yeah, and what, you know let what? Shane buy it? Yeah. Now, if Shane oh, buys I... it separate of oh, Endeavor, no, no, no. WWE, whatever no. TKO is, if he like Shane gets a whole shitload of investors together and buys this on his own, you know, whatever, that's fine. <laughs> But right. no, I, I I don't ever want to see that again because yeah. I don't want that for the AEW talent. As much as I may shit talk Tony Khan and say, yeah, I want to see, I'll watch AEW when it's on the Peacock or on the network or whatever it is. I, I you know, I, I play into the bit with that for the workers. I don't want to see AEW close up shop. Like I don't, I won't watch it just because I think their owner is a fucking idiot. But for the talent, I don't want that for them. Yeah, and um, so it's just it, it, again, there's only so much space, there's only so much time. Yeah. So, you know, they can't sign everyone from outside that you want them to sign. They can't bring everyone who was either, you know, released or who left. You, they can't bring all of them back, and they can't call up everybody you want them to call up from NXT. And. It looks like, I mean, with the, you know, with these re-signings they're doing, it looks like they're committing to the people who've been there. 
And I can tell you, just for me looking at various data points, on the women's side, they absolutely need to do that. Um, this entire you know, women's revolution movement that started in 2015, it is, an, it is entirely, yeah, I'd say entirely dependent on, look, on, it runs on King Kong versus Godzilla. And it, you and it runs and you need not just a couple of matches like that. You need King Kong versus Godzilla feuds. Yeah, that's what. And be honest, they didn't really do that this year. Um, the closest thing was you know Becky and Trish, but Trish is somebody who has not wrestled full time since 2006. There are a couple of generations of fans for whom Trish Stratus is not you know somebody there that they saw wrestle. Right. So it's not, it wasn't the same thing, to be honest. Um, but outside of, but every year. Charlotte Flair, Godzilla, and this analogy. Here's the problem. We have a whole lot of Godzillas. There aren't enough Kongs. Well, that's because Kongs are bum. I mean. <laughs> love Shots you, Jay. fired. Love you, Shots Jay. fired. You know, I love you, Jay. We don't, need, Jay. All right. you know, we don't need any, you know, drunken deadbeat daddies. Right. You know, but, um, bad, bad. Hitting bad the slot machines. Oh, he's not even here to defend himself. That poor guy is—he is, is yeah. punching at air as as he listens. Down a gun, down a gun, bananas at four in the morning. <laughs> running to the ATM for the fifth time. Yeah. Jay, we love home. you, brother. Yeah. But um, it's that's your boy. It's very because it, look, I mean, you know, it started with Becky Charlotte Sasha versus Nikki Bella, and then you had Charlotte versus Sasha, and then you had Alexa Bliss versus Sasha and Bailey, and you had Charlotte versus Bailey, and you had. Charlotte versus Becky and Becky, Charlotte and Rhonda. And then, you know, and then it, it goes on and on and on. And then last year you had Charlotte and Rhonda, you had Becky and Bianca this year. Yeah. They didn't have, they didn't do it. Like they didn't, they didn't really have it. They didn't have something like that this year. Really? Again, like, so the closest thing was Becky and Trish and it's just, and it's not the same thing again, for the reason I mentioned. Yeah, uh, and that affected. To be perfectly honest, again, that affected just how much interest there was in the women's division, um, in terms of just different things you can look at. And so they need to sustain this thing. They need, they need those big feuds at the top. And so that's, I think, I think that's a reason why they committed to doing all these resignings, um, because. Yes, I mean, look, I, I get it. Like, people want more people to get opportunities and more people to get chances. Um, just the reality is, from a fan interest, when you look at the when you look at the audience as a whole, not not wrestling Twitter, the audience as a whole, the interest is very top heavy. Yeah, and there tends to be a pretty steep drop off. Um, and so, look, you you get the other girls in where you can. That's really all you can do. You get them in where you can and you try to put them in the best spots possible to get some people to pay attention to them. But for the division to keep continuing to do well, they got to They got to It runs on those big matchups. You know, because. I mean, because I mean, look, we're talking about decades of the audience being inclined to just be more interested in men's wrestling. 
Yeah. And that's, we're talking decades of in, basically indoctrination almost. Well, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. The, 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 Women's the men- wrestling has always been like the sideshow side yeah. to the sideshow. <laughs> you know, it really has. You know, yeah. wrestling is a carny act. And this is like not even like the, the, the bearded lady or the juggler. The women, the women haven't, you know, been treated like that for decades um now you know we're just all of a sudden supposed to pivot and you know you have to again i guess indoctrination audience, you have to retrain a people. lot of the like, audience hasn't yeah right you got to retrain people like look women's wrestling is fucking important it's important these women are putting in just as hard of work as the men and there's still unfortunately a pocket of guys out there who aren't ready to accept that yeah and the thing about it it was well, and it's kind of a catch 22 kind of thing because in order to you got to have some women who you can make into these super huge big deals in order just to get some people to pay attention in the first place the downside to that is that there are all these super huge big deals but well, the downside is you, you can't make 40 women into super huge big deals no you can't uh, it's just just like look you can't make 60 men in the super you can't make 60 right. men in the super huge big deal either Okay, right. Um, it's just that the difference is that, again, because we're talking decades of being told women's wrestling isn't that important, you know, Gunther versus Chad Gable will feel important to some folks that, you know, the women's tag team title match that we had on Monday, they won't care about. Right. And that's a tough nut to crack. And, you know, it's... So, for the sake of keeping the division rolling, yeah, I mean, you got to keep. I mean, the the people who the ones who you've been who you have been able to convince the audience are big deals and who are important, you got to keep them around. You got to keep them where they are. Um, and and hopefully, in the next five years, they can rear the next generation of big deals. Yeah, and that's, and yeah. Because they're going to be raising those girls. Because, I mean, you're looking at Becky is, you know, now on the other side of, you know, club. I think she's closer to 40 than 30. Yeah. You know, and Charlotte's what, 37? Yeah. So I think Charlotte's 37. Becky's 36. Bailey is like 33. And Bianca's like 33. We keep forgetting that. Um, So So we've got to be looking down at NXT at the Lash Legends and the Thea Hales and the Fallon Henleys and, you know, the, the, the other women down there who are under 30 who are going to have to carry this division. Did, did you see? Did you look at my watch? It's actually, it's soon to be Tiffy time. Oh, it is Tiffy time almost. Yes. Yeah. I forgot about <laughs> Tiffany Stratton. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, it is these women. So, yeah, you want to sign those girls and keep them long term so that they can groom the next, the graduating class. Yeah. And so, I mean, and. I mean, that's just, and look, that's just the way it is, folks. Um, that's, that's the reality of the way women, look, that's the reality of women's wrestling, period. Um, and no matter what company you're in, it's, all right, you, you do, you have to convince, you know, you do your best to convince the audience that, you know, a certain number are big and important, so they'll pay attention to them. And you have to keep, you got to keep using, and that's just what it is. Um, yeah. Um, 
I don't know how that changes. Um, but you know, so that's look. That's why they've re-upped. That's why they yes. That's why they've committed to re-up because because there are some people on Twitter who like think, well, it's time to move on. Um, no, you don't want to move on. No, because if you moved on from all of them today. You know, if you told Becky, Charlotte, and Bailey, thanks guys, it was fun, but you know we got to go younger now. If you told them that, um, yeah, you might think that'll work, but it, it won't. <laughs> that leaves you with literally two top stars in. Yeah, you actually create a bigger problem because you create a vacuum. Because now you've got Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair and a whole lot of women who look less than. Yeah, yeah. and it's. Um, yes, and that's that's real, and you gotta, you know. So that's just, I mean, that's the reality of it, and so that, that's what look. That's why they resigned all of them. If they bring, if Mercedes does come back, that's why. Yeah. Um, it's why they brought Ronda back, despite you know all of you know you guys is complaining and whatnot. They they brought Ronda back for a reason, because when even this year, when you know this year was definitely diminished capacity for Ronda in terms of her impact or whatever, but even this year, the people who worked with her got their biggest numbers, their biggest views or whatever of the year, working with her. Yeah. Okay. Um. So even this year, so yeah, you 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 need them. Okay, and. Look, if Nikki Bella wanted to come back and wrestle for another year, you better believe they'd bring her back for another year, okay? Even if it was just to do the Royal Rumble and, you know, the wacky tag team match at WrestleMania or something, okay? Because um, yeah, that's just what it is. I mean, and until, you know, again, and who knows when that actually changes? Who who knows when two mid-card women in a mid-card match will get the same interest as two mid-card men in the same card in a mid-card match. We, we we don't that's we're a long way from that being a thing. Yeah. I mean um, Nikki Bella puts my wife's ass on a flight. So Yeah. Hey. I mean that's I mean well why why they bring back Goldberg? Right? Yeah. Puts why, butts I mean, in the same seat. There's a reason yeah. why I mean, they do this stuff. All right. Well, gentlemen, I think we can actually call the go home there. We actually got a little bit, uh, a little bit of a later start. That was my fault. Well, maybe not my fault, but we got a I later start. It. Jason, I started it. Jason started it, and I just kind of, you know, I was, mm-hmm. I was on the DWI podcast. If you want to listen to us, uh, you can go to the Chairshot Radio Network, Chairshot.com. Look for that DWI. Me, myself, uh, Tony, AJ Belaz, and DPP were on there. Did some trivia. Had some fun chat about the. All the WWE releases from several months ago, whose uh, 90-day clause is up today. I don't want to get down that road. Um, I think we've had a great show tonight, guys. I had a great time, fellas. I did, too. It was good. And uh, next week, we're going to try and do something a little bit different. We kicked around the idea of doing, like, an award show. I don't think we're going to do that. I think we're just going to do, like, an end-of-year retrospective. Look back at the year that was, 2023. Pick out some high spots. Pick out some low spots. And, uh you know, just have a little bit of fun with that while we, you know, wrap up, you know, another year of doing this podcast and watching pro wrestling and WWE. And, uh, you know, we'll have some fun with it and looking forward to some big things in the new year. I imagine we'll uh, we'll do an impromptu award show for the, the big ones. Brett, I, I think we will. It'll, and it, it'll evolve and flow as it's meant to. It's a free flowing discussion. And, you know, if we come in here with no agenda, sometimes I think those shows end up being better 
Yes. It's mindless. It's mindless. It's absolutely yes. mindless. We come in with no plan, and sometimes it ends up being better than if I write down a shitload of notes and say, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do this. And it's almost like talking about a match in the back, and then you get in the ring, and none of the shit you talked about in the back actually happens. So <laughs> it's just how this you show ends up sometimes. And, you get in the ring, and Rob grabs a chair, and you're like, all right, I guess this is what we're doing. Yeah, we're doing this. Rob pulls a <laughs> chair, and we're off to the races. <laughs> All right. Again, you have been listening to the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, part of the Chair Shot Radio Network. Whatever you celebrate, um, be safe, be happy, spend it with your loved ones, be good to each other. Going to wrap around the room here again. Thank my co-host from the Rob the Genius Podcast, Mr. Rob. Uh, sir, I hope you have an awesome Christmas. Thank you. And that same to you guys. And uh, this was kind of a therapeutic session for me here, you know, given everything that happened in the good, last couple of weeks. Off your chest and He's feeling good. I, I, I feel good about that. Yeah, and look, I'll I'm, send you a bill for the copay. <sighs> no, it's more like an it's more like an AA, AA meeting. I just you know, as long as every week Rob comes back and Rob watched wrestling, I'm good. Uh, you know, you know what? That's so, fair. So Rob, I'll see you next week. Yes, and look, look, All I'm, right. and I, I'm I'm not gonna bury the show the, the, you know everyone else you know for the next nine months i'm not gonna i promise i'm not gonna do that okay no okay we're, we're gonna make you have fun sir <laughs> look, look i mean after i mean we, we all we all we all buried dragon lee a couple of weeks ago yeah <laughs> we now we're not gonna do that again dragon right, lee is perfectly it's, fine it's, on this joking, show now we're joking we're joking everybody <laughs> Because look, he's not, at least he's not he's not commander and he's not gravity. Okay. Oof. Those guys and are- moving on, Bucky's <laughs> tag team partner Jason, sir. Thank you. We're definitely gonna get a reputation. Thanks, guys. We we are, man. We we are building a, a name for ourselves, and I'm not sure it's in a good way. Uh, look, that means look, we we gotta we gotta find some white guys to bury, right? I mean, next just I can find a list in a hurry. <laughs> I can find what, a you list. You want to talk about CM Punk? Fine. I'll fucking talk about CM Punk. Here we go. <gasps> and you can call it pro wrestling. You can call it sports entertainment. You can call it whatever you want, but call it in the ring. We're out of here till next week. Have an awesome holiday. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. And we're out. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.